Hello and welcome to Not Often Heard, the podcast. My name is Gary. My name is Mark. And my name is Alex. And we are here, gathered in person for a change. Yes. We, we don't get to do many of these in person. <laughs> no. Uh, but we are gathered here today uh, to look at semi-final two of Eurovision 2022, a.k.a. The Bloodbath. <laughs> the Bloodbath. <laughs> uh, so... It was the, the second night of Italy hosting, you know, and night one hadn't gone too badly, had it? No, th- considering it was Italy, there'd not been any huge technical issues. It mm. only overran by a few minutes, didn't it? Yeah, it, it was pretty much on track. There was no major fluffs or anything yeah. like that, or major problems. Yeah. Um, we started off with a little uh, montage where they're showing you um, some behind-the-scenes stuff, aren't they? Yeah. Um where how they put the show together and what each kind of country brings uh to the show and stuff like that i think and i thought it was brave of them to mention about the eurovision big brains and behind the scenes you know considering the uh, problems we've had with the kinetic sun <laughs> yeah you don't be spotlighting them really do uh, we? you're the ones that are responsible for that farago <laughs> testing people testing <laughs> uh so we started off with like a little a little musical act uh from alessandro mm-hmm. and he's got lots of dancers and stuff like that it, it's just generic opening show type stuff there was nothing special about mm. it no really mm. uh, and so we dispense with that and we get louder and we get mika back on looking like Rhubarb and custard. Remember that cartoon? <laughs> yes. Rhubarb and custard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cat in the dark. <laughs> I, I've got to say, I think Laura looked a lot better in semi final two than semi one. I, I've really liked Mika's suits. They've all been the same suits, but just in different colours. Ah, I thought so. Yeah. Well, and what was the colour from semi? Oh, he, he wore a few. He had like a black one and a white one. There was a blue there one. There was a blue one. Like a baby blue, wasn't yeah. there? Mm. Um, so we've got. Canary yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like it felt like they'd settled by mm. this semi final. It felt like they were a lot more. There was a lot more, more rapport. Yeah. And they're having a bit of fun. Yeah. And I agree with, with Laura's hair. Um, I like to see it as a tribute to Ruth Lorenzo, Spain 2014, <laughs> with the very wet look mm. that okay. she had. She's less uh, Agatha all along tonight. Mm. <laughs> well, shall we? You know, dispense with the waffle, and should we just dive straight on yes. into mm-hmm. the song? Because that's what we're here for, isn't it? Indeed. So, first of all, we have Finland, the Rasmus, and Jezebel. Mm. Someone clearly got the memo about what Mika's suit was going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely matching the colour. Mm. Not a bad song, I didn't think. I liked, did like the stage, and I liked all the balloons. And I liked how he whipped off his yellow mac. His fisherman's mat yeah. thingy um, that he had. Altogether, a decent song. Not necessarily my cup of tea. Bit of a rehash of In the Shadows. Mm. Um, not bad at all. For me, I thought it looked a right mess, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. Just because he was bouncing in and out between the balloons, and I don't know if that was intended, but they just seemed to be getting in shot a hell of a lot and obscuring yeah. Yeah. the performance. Getting in the way. I think I do like the... Straw balloon idea. I just think there was too many of them. They were too sort of clustered together. Mm. If it sort of spaced them out a bit more or had maybe less of them on the stage, it probably would have wouldn't mm. have felt so busy. 
Yeah. Um, I, I, the, the bit at the beginning is where we, you kind of look like the creepy clown from It. it yeah, it was bizarre. Oh, that was, was do it with the, when he had the yellow Mac car. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's was, a choice. Very. It, it was very sort of It. Yeah. Knock off Pennywise. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know what? It had the crowd cheering. It's got a hook on it. Yeah, yeah. It was a good way to start off the show. Yeah, good way. Uh, we'll move on to song number two. Israel, Michael Ben David, I oh. am. Oh, I absolutely adored this song. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I think the studio version didn't do it justice. I quite like the studio version. Um, but I th- just think the actual performance and kind of like the the costume he was wearing, the choreography, the attitude, the face he was serving, mm. um, it, it, it all worked for me. And his vocals were good, I thought. Um, it was exceptionally camp. Oh, yeah. But Very. I love that. <laughs> Very. Alex, what did you think? No, I agree. It takes a true queen to wear all white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm, I'm going to disagree. And oh. <laughs> my notes were uh, that is not a chorus again. Well, no. This is drag queen level pop, and you've sacrificed your song for the performance on this. You're, it's vocally weak, but and it's all about the moves and the choreo mm. for him selling it and the attitude. That's the kind of stuff we see Ten a Penny being churned out by Drag Race and contestants. You're not wrong. <laughs> Sorry to be such a bit of a downer on it. No, no, it, um, it, it is very much a Drag Race song. And there's even a costume reveal, a la Drag Race. Yeah. Mm, but, you know, he's, he's going to appeal to a certain demographic, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, very big Eurovision demographic, I think. <laughs> but True, uh, but whether or not they actually turn up to vote on the night. It's an odd one. Okay, uh, right, so on to uh, song number three. God, we're rattling through it today, oh, aren't we? I know. I know. Oh, is it because we're just bored? <laughs> After the first semi, we're like, yeah, yeah, get on with okay, it. Okay, I'll say one more thing about Michael Ben David. I liked the stage effect. It looked like he had ties. Uh, the walkway was like various pattern ties mm. with the mm. kind of like the pointy end. And I do like a good tie. Maybe he used to work in a gentleman's outfitters. Maybe. <laughs> Here's another one who didn't get the memo. Someone else was wearing the same outfit. Well, so this is song number three. Uh, Serbia, Constracta, uh, Incopre, Incopre Sano. Um, basically, it's a song about washing your hands and being healthy. It's like uh, it's like healthy mind, healthy body sort of thing, isn't it? Mm. Just like Meghan Markle. Who has very shiny hair. <laughs> that's, that's the translation of the lyric. <laughs> She has very shiny hair. Constructor does. She yeah. does. It's very nice. <laughs> um, did you spot the monoid? The, the what? The monoid. There's a guy that's got a, a mop-top haircut. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, oh, yeah. he was. <laughs> monoid! He's covering his, he's covering his eye. Exactly. Yeah. It looks, like looks like a sheep dog. Honestly, stick a ping-pong ball in his mouth and he's there. Doesn't he? It looks like the, it looks like the dog from the Dulux adverts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... When I was watching this... I didn't feel like I was watching a song performance. It felt like a uh, an alternative art installation. Like a weird fringe theatre piece. Yeah. It was so bizarre. And I don't... 
I, I think the bit of the chorus is a little bit catchy. A chorus is, if you can call it a chorus, to be perfectly honest, the, the yeah. when they do their little clappy thing and the audience all joined in. Mm. But it's so odd. But I think that's what some people expect from Eurovision. Yeah. yeah, and it has got a kind of serious message about it. I think it's it's a criticism of the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I understand correctly, from what I read around the national final time, and and how I think it's about her friend who struggled to get help from the state, mm. from the state healthcare and stuff like that. It's like, well, yes, mm. you can try and physically keep yourself healthy, mm. but also, as we find out towards the end, what about your mental health? Mm. How do you keep that on track? And, mm. and perhaps not having access to the services you should do. Yeah. Um, I thought it, it started off a bit shakily, but she quickly improved. Mm. Mm. Um, grew in confidence. It was more sing-speaking yeah. than... than you know, a proper song, it felt like, really. But, like you said, those, that hand-clapping moment is gets the audience going. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, then it, and unfortunately, I did find that the fountain, you know, the, the, that flowing river that's surrounding the stage was very noticeable at the beginning. Did you know? I, yeah. I could hear the rush, of the roar of the water. I need to keep an ear out for that, because I can't say as I've actually noticed it. <laughs> you must have particularly Sorry. acute hearing. Maybe because I'm just maybe I'm listening out for it now because yeah. I've read reports of people going, "Yeah, that's actually quite loud." That water <laughs> gushing over the sides. <clears throat> um, we shall move on then to song number four. Yeah, do we have to? Azerbaijan, uh, Nadia uh, with fade to black. Oh, yawn fest. Not, not your cup of tea. No, mm. I can see that it was oh, sung fairly well enough, but it oh, no staging's interesting. I'll give it that, mm. and it puts a lot of emotion into it. But the song just leaves me a bit cold. Mm. What did you think, Alex? He's cute. Take box. <laughs> if you're going to have to look at it, yeah, that's, that, that's it. That's that's all I can really say about it. Oh. May as well be pleasant to look at. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're going to sing such a depressing song at least have someone that looks good to sing it <laughs> i mean it was very dark in terms of staging i'm not mm. mean as in you know ooh, that's a dark no bit no not lighting level but it was yeah. dark in lots of shadows very different to some of the performances where it's all bang 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 flash pyro mm. you know and lights everywhere yeah although you could tell that some of the audience weren't invested because you just you just sort of looked at it there there was one woman on the audience who was on their phone while it was going yeah. and, um, yep again it was another one that was um very loud with the water at times <laughs> <laughs> um you've got a bit of a whiff of homoeroticism there mm. um which is unusual for Azerbaijan <laughs> to be honest <laughs> but it, okay, it may have been a bit dull, but vocally, very strong. Mm. He's got a very, very good, strong voice. Cannot fault him for that. He no, sings no. that song very well, mm. even though it might not be something I'm be rushing to listen to no. again. Mm-hmm. Well, song number five, then. Georgia, Circus Mercus, Lock Me In. This is a song I would rush to listen to again. And mm. I have done. Would you be locked in with Circus Marcus? Uh, no, because they look far too weird and freaky. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's their aesthetic. Mm. <laughs> Alex? I liked it. I thought it, I think it's a pretty decent song. It's certainly very catchy. You mm. certainly have a 
a, a very particular aesthetic, which works, I think, for what they're going for. So, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I mean, it grew on me. Mm. Um, it, I find it a bit, bit, bit Britpop, particularly around the chorus. Yeah. Uh, it's been described as UK circa 2002, where this mm. kind of stuff charting. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's something we have seen before in this country. Um, it has got that real hook in the chorus, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, I could absolutely imagine a Brit, a Brit band doing this late 90s, early noughties yeah. on it. I also feel like there's the a sort of a little bit of strain, with, especially with the singer. It's very sort of Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka. <laughs> it's like saying this isn't a performance. This is art, darling. Yes. This is art. It's art. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it was gaining a bit of momentum. Yeah. It seemed to be gaining some traction, particularly in fan circles, and uh, as we'll find out when we look at the results. Um didn't go the distance. No, I did like the, surprise people. I like the um, the guy that opened up his little music box and there were little puppets oh, the of them yeah, uh, performing inside. It's one of those ones where you can watch it repeatedly and you pick up new things. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just so much they've thrown in there. And it doesn't look a mess. No. No. So well done. Well done, Georgia. Even if ultimately you didn't get very far. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we will move on uh, to our next song, which is Malta. Song number six, uh, Emma Muscat, I Am What I Am, presenting a song which we weren't expecting because she won the national final with one song and then decided she didn't want to send that and she switched it out for another. Which was, in fairness, it was all above board. It was in the rules of the Malta contest that you're picking the artist to represent Malta not the song so it was they were completely within their rights whether that was the delegation whether it was Emma herself or just they came to an agreement they looked at Mm. it and went is this the right song to send compared to this Mm. so uh off she goes it's it's very this is me anthemic yeah it's yeah. I think anthemic is 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 a good word to describe it. Uh, uplifting, you know, you know. This is me. Yeah. Take 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 it or leave it. This is me. I am what I am. Yeah. Eurovision love loves it. an anthem. Mm. Yeah. And and again, another grower for me. I heard it on first listen. I was a bit like, Meh. but yeah. repeat listens. I'm like, actually, this is this is catchy. Yeah. It does. It's an earworm. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought some of the vocals weren't great on the night, unfortunately. Apparently it has been a bit of a pattern throughout her rehearsals where mm. she has struggled at times. Right. And we've got the odd bum note uh, slipping in there. And I, particularly towards the end, I found a few of the shots <clears throat> were being ruined by the audience waving their <clears throat> camera. To oh, take, okay. you know, oh, taking, yeah. Taking photos on their phones mm. and stuff. So she's going for those, you know, final closing moments, trying to connect with the audience down the camera, and suddenly somebody's hand comes up with their phone in and go <laughs> click, click, click. And I just think, oh, could you not have, you know, realised that that was going to happen? They'd probably tell the audience, don't do that, don't take photos, mm. but you can't 
but I don't think they're going to turn around and say no, no phones in the hall. No. That's just mm. not. It's just too complicated. Yeah. So you have to rely on trust and say, please, particularly when you're in these positions down the front, you can obscure the cameras, as we're seeing here right on the clip mm. we were looking oh, at. Oh yeah. Mm. You can obscure the shots by if you lift your phone up. It, and it doesn't look great. We've we've carefully choreographed all of this and picked our shots to you know this is what the artist wants and we don't want to spoil it mm. for them. Mm. But you know what? You can only tell people and just hope that they do mm. what you ask. People are people. True. At the end of the day, um, it was nice that we got some good use of the satellite stage on this one. Yeah, it's not really been used much, has it? That that secondary stage. No, not at all. Thought they would have been. I don't know. Maybe it was originally planned more when the kinetic sun was in play mm. more action was in front of that because they wanted to take use of because of what it could do and so the satellite stage wasn't really a, a something that was uppermost in people's minds yeah but it was nice something different exactly so i have a question for you guys go on do you fancy getting dirty Gary, we're on the air. <laughs> we, of course, speaking about song number seven, San Marino, Achille Lauro and Stripper. <laughs> and I can't say that without slipping into an Italian accent, I'm afraid. It demands it. And also waving your hands like some sort of mafioso boss. Stripper. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, mm, uh, where do we start with um, this one? I mean, the whole, Oof. every single outfit looked like something that Bimini Bamboulash would have worn on Drag Race UK. <laughs> you know, it's a sort of, it's all sort of glit, glittery, like, or one pieces and... Gloves. And the gloves. Feather and the bowers. Feather bowers. <laughs> Cages. Uh-huh. There's I a mean, lot going on. Yeah, it was, it was so busy. This was, this was full-on kitchen sink, wasn't it? Let's just throw everything at it. Mm -hmm. It is filthy. It is totally trashy. And we love it because of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, it's such a, a punk rock performance, I thought. Just how mm. everything is done. And it's... You know what? You can't really sing. It, it, it doesn't, it's not, it's, but it doesn't matter for this kind of song. No. Because it's the whole package and performance that you're being distracted by. You don't, you don't really pay attention to the fact that he's not singing fantastically well. No, mm. it's all about the performance, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I, I do like the kind of, the oohs and the ahs he put in there. He'd be, you know, like, ooh, ah. And just those <laughs> vaguely sexual noises he was doing. At Everything moments. about this is vaguely sexual. I mean, we, we, we've got, you know, uh, him kissing his bandmates. Yeah. And um, we've got Pyro. As I said, we've got the cages. Mm. Um, and then he ends up riding a bull. What? Was, that, <laughs> where did that come from? That's clearly a, a euphemism for something, isn't it? Mm. I mean, this is a, this is. I don't want to call off as being offensive in any way when I say this because I say this with absolute love and respect for this piece. But it is very sort of like if like like Hedwig or Doctor Frankenfurter had gone to Eurovision. <laughs> this is the kind of thing they would have mm. done. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's one. It's just this wonderfully sort of dirty sort of nasty sexy punk rock piece and and you know I've, I've said this before i like 
more alternative. I like when more alternative acts compete in Eurovision because mm. it tends to be a lot of this kind of Euro pop anthem stuff mm. or ballads. So having something like this that's so shocking and mm. different, I really love. So I have huge props for San Marino for this piece. Stands out, that's mm. for sure. And it is like they said. So, uh, Akili, what, what pyro would you like? And you just went, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. Which ones? Yes. Yes. All of the pyro. the one that comes off the guitar. <laughs> I will have all the pyro, please. Oh, right. Well, we move from that to something... Um, well, <laughs> I thought we were going to move on to Australia pretty quickly, but then we have Mika popping up. Yeah. And he's looking a bit nervous. I know. And he's like, P- oh, yeah. Mika's, pro- Mika's probably just... He's just watched San Marino. He doesn't... He's still processing it, but he's just, he's just sort of gone like, what have I just watched? What the heck was that? What's going on? Oh, the cameras are on! <laughs> right, present! And it's... Clearly something was going wrong or something with the Australian uh, act that was coming on next because he was having to fail, wasn't he? It was. It was very much... It was very much like last-minute standby. I have some cue cards with some Eurovision facts on that I'm going to read out. And this, is the, and this is the first fact. There are Eurovision fans all over the world. And this is the second fact. We are the best presenters in 2022. <laughs> and this is the third fact. <laughs> and you can kind of see you know, the kind of rabbit in headlights look at first, and then that's why mm. Alessandro maybe dives in and goes, it's all right. It's all right, we got I'm you. Here. Such a bro moment. It's just like, <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> the look, the look of relief on their faces, like, "Yes, we're ready." <laughs> <laughs> so now we're on to to Australia. Australia. Sheldon Riley, not the same. If he doesn't say enough in the song, mm. what did you think, Mark? Um, um, I can. Okay, let's start with positives. He sings it so well. Yes. The vocals Ooh. are on point. Absolutely great. I thought the outfit was stupendous. The staging, really interesting. But the song's really dull and repetitive, isn't it? It is. How many times does he say that line? Not the same. Mm. I like the message as well. It it, it, yeah. it should all be great. Mm. But I just find that the song just... Mm, doesn't really go anywhere. It's yeah, all the ingredients are there, but it's just not doing it for me, unfortunately. Was it doing it for you, Alex? Um, in terms of the message, definitely. Speaking, you know, both as a gay man and someone who is autistic, I really connected with this piece, and I totally got what he was trying to say by it. I thought the whole look just was like. <gasps> Like, mm. this is absolutely, like, Met Gala, mm. fashion runway worthy. It was uh, so, yeah. just like, wow. Uh, Again, as I said before with, I think it was Israel, it does take a true queen to wear white. It's, apparently, the whole outfit weighed 40 kilograms. Oh, my. Wow. What? I mean, the, I mean, about mm. 20 of those had to be in the stones on that face mask alone. <laughs> I mean, if I was to have one criticism, it would be, I think, maybe you kept the mask on a little bit too long for my liking. Mm. I would have whipped it off after the first chorus. Yeah. Um, 
again, you can see, you know, why he kept it on and why it was there. Yeah. But I did like it more when you could see his face and you could see his his emoting, you yeah. know, the emotion on his face. But there are plenty of other artists who have that gimmick. There's a country singer in the US called Orville Peck who has the same kind of thing of wearing mm. a like that. Oh right. Fringe. And it works really well for him because he is an LGBT country singer and that's part of his aesthetic. Mm. So I think it does it does work mm. really quite well. And I think it definitely suited what he was trying to go for. Yeah, so well done, Sheldon. I thought it was building to something. The, the part where he took his mask off, I thought it, the stage was going to explode. Mm. And, it, and it didn't. It completely subverted my expectations. And it just went really quiet and still. So that was nice. That was different because I was expecting bang, bang, pyro, mm. you know, lights and the song to just kind of jump up a gear. And it didn't go where I expected. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to be surprised. Mm. Yeah. On to song number nine, then, uh, which is Cyprus Andromache. Andromache? Andromache? Andromache. Andromache, sorry. They they didn't call her Andromache, the presenters didn't. And I was like, surely it's Andromache, because Andromache is a uh, Uh, a character in Greek mythology. Yeah, that's that's where I know the name from. That's why I pronounce it the way it does. And speaking of, like, Greek mythology... Mm. The the fact that she had that big thing of it, like she was Aphrodite coming out of the clamshell. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a really good little bit of staging, especially considering that Cyprus is an island that's sacred to Aphrodite in, right. in stories. So I think it's a real strong connection to her to Cyprus and its heritage. So that was something I picked up on and was like, "Ooh, wow, well done." I, I think the staging is good for this. Um, I, again, I, I picked up, as you say, like the shell uh, appearance of the prop on the stage. Um, at times, I, I felt like the dancers were struggling to dance on it on mm. a, a little bit on the side. Mm. But that's only a little thing. It's, again, I'm, I'm just the song didn't grab me again. It, it didn't. It felt a little bit wishy washy. My my descriptions were generic. <laughs> Weak vocally because she she didn't really no. have a you know a fan, it wasn't a strong thin voice. voice wasn't strong mm. uninspired lyrics it really was when you mm. look at them and to be honest that could have come from Cyprus any time in the last ten ten years or more mm. it is just so generic yeah I think at the end of it what it the staging was really the only thing that it had going for it because mm. it was a nice little nods like you know this is representing cyprus this is our mm. our heritage we're putting this into but but does it require you to have the prior knowledge because i didn't know any of that i think well, maybe i think s- people like me who who know a lot who, those things about green mythology mm. and probably a lot of people and maybe people in cyprus as well will probably pick up on that so it's mm. not a it's not like a big you know massive Here's a thing reference. It's a subtle reference for people who are in the know. Ah, uh, right. I think. Which is nice. I like yeah. it. Well, we shall move on uh, to something which is a bit of a banger. As we reach song number 10, Ireland Brook with That's Rich. <laughs> wow. Mm. Glow up. Yeah. We. I saw this in, in the national final. 
the Late Late Show in Ireland. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of money. No. It's, it's very small budget. It's a very small studio. It's a small country. Mm-hmm. They do the, the best with what they can. So yeah. I'm not slating them for that. But it was rubbish. The performance <laughs> was just... Uh. Yeah. And kudos to Brooke and the team with RTE and the delegation. They have taken on board the feedback. Mm. They have remixed the song. They have thought about the staging, about the costumes, about how they want to present it. Not be quite so trashy as mm. perhaps it was on like the national final or the video that was initially released. Mm. And I think she's done a fantastic job. And a lot of people said she pulled herself up from a dead certain non qualifier to a very good potential qualifier. Yeah, yeah. The, I re- I remember hearing it on the morning after the national final and thinking, oh, that's not bad, but mm, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. It was a bit. Like said before, like BTEC sort of thing, um, but yeah, it's it's really grown on me. It's incredibly catchy. She sells it. She's got some mm. good moves. She looks good. Yeah, yeah. Vocally, she was very good as well. She's yeah. she's much improved. Yeah, her mm. vocals were really good in this, and I like I like the what she's wearing. You know, it's a pretty standard sort of pop diva look. You know, it's sort of the bikini with the knee with the thigh high boots and a little bit of like chiffon yeah. draped of the hip but it's a it's a good standard look and one that looks really well mm. so well done Brooke mm. and uh, as we'll find out when we talk about it later sorry it didn't quite happen for you yeah mm. uh, on to song number 11 then uh, North Macedonia and Andrea mm. Mm. Circles now We've had, I mean, I feel really sorry for this artist because she's had a horrible week. Has she? Um, on the turquoise carpet, oh, uh, where yes. they were taking photos, mm-hmm. and she was waving a little yeah. North Macedonian flag. Mm. And the press said, could you, you know, remove, take, you know, could we have some photos without the flag, please? And she's like, yeah, sure. Her delegation apparently weren't anywhere near or sort of paying attention. So she kind of th- threw the, the flag to the ground in their direction as if to say, can you just pick that up and take care of it for me, please? Oh, yeah. People tend to have big issues, don't they, when you drop your national flag on the ground? Uh, and apparently it's quite a big thing in yeah. North Macedonia. So, from, you know, outside looking in, it seems completely bonkers to yeah. us. But apparently it is a really big deal. Mm. Yeah. And it, it is... You know, people have been jailed for it, allegedly. Mm. Yeah. Horrible things like that. So, yes, the, the delegation were not happy that she'd done this, even though it was completely, you know, not intended as no, any no, kind no. of offence. Yeah. It was not no kind of gesture whatsoever. But there was even talk of them pulling her out and mm. saying, well, we'll just, we will not compete. We will, we will remove our act because, you know, of what she's done. Thankfully, they didn't. No. She apologised, um, but they're, they're still talking about withdrawing for next year, apparently. Really? Like, oh. Come on. She's apologised. It wasn't intended. Let's all move on. Yeah. Yeah. Please. So, anyway, the song. The song. <laughs> what do you think of the, the song? song? Um... <laughs> She looks miserable. I'm she, you yeah, that. she doesn't look like she's having a good time, does she? No. I suppose she's just trying to sell the emotion of the song. Yeah, um, that's what I was getting. I think that's what she, she was trying mm. to do. It didn't seem to me like it was meant to be kind of a bright, no, sort of happy, it's, clappy. It's, mm. it's all about, isn't it, that 
she's in a relationship with someone and they're just going round in circles, having like the same arguments, doing the same things and talking about things and nobody will break free of the circle. That's yeah, the impression yeah. I got. Yeah. I did like the the staging for it. I thought the staging was quite nice. Yes, you're right. They did a good job with that. Yeah, simple but effective. Nice, nice blue lighting there. And she looked, I think she looked great. I liked mm. the, the sort of the all black with the bit of glitter on the shoulder in the coat. Mm. It oh, was um, understated compared to a lot of others. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on? Mm. Uh, song number 12 then, Estonia. Uh, Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. Hope was his song. Mm, you can tell what I'm going to say about well, this, I'm sure. Yeah, it mm. has tones of country, doesn't it? So Gary hates it. Yes. <laughs> I did say that on the drive up. I said, yeah. oh, it's got a country thing. Gary's going to love this one. Yeah. But in, I think in reality, it's not that countryfied, is it? It's got a bit Ooh. of a Western, kind of like almost oh, yes. cowboys and... Can you say... Almost like a cowboys and Native American <laughs> um, kind of thing about it hasn't it like like an old western tv like bonanza yes it's got that kind of like thing about it not necessarily country music as such um it's been a grower for me i still don't like it it's not as country as i remember Mm -hmm. you're right Uh, i'm glad you didn't go full-on cowboy (laughs) uh but that that jump he does from the stage the satellite stage over the water yeah Oh, that was a bit of a heart-stopping moment for me. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Has that been practised and rehearsing? Are we sure he can do that? Because it seems quite a long way. Possibly. But, you know, he did it with ease. Yeah. I'm sure health and safety did assess it and it was all fine. Yeah. Mm. It definitely shows just the kind of energy he brings as a performer. Yeah. I, I like some of the effects that they put on the... The cameras as well, like they all—they made it all sepia toned, didn't they? At certain, yeah. at certain points. Yeah, that, that was a bit Windows Movie Maker for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On to song number thirteen, Romania. W R S or worse? It's worse, isn't it? Worse, worse. Yeah, they can't get much worse. Is it the <laughs> sons of the Wurzels? <laughs> uh, with Lanami. Yamame. 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 Sounds like a vocal warm-up. Mm. It's Latin pop and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is camper than a row of tents. I mean, <laughs> it, it's a puffy shirt, tight leather pants, he's got a, a demi-corset on that's covered in rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't get much gayer than that. Uh, and I was mistaken. It wasn't uh, Michael Ben David that had the reveal in his costume. It is Wurz oh. that has a, the the dancers rip his sleeves off towards the end. Oh right, uh, yes. He wants to be a drag queen. A reveal. Ah Part yes. Of a performance. What you mean? I mean, is this basically Israel, but just done slightly better? Because mm. it does feel like they were kind of in competition. They're covering similar ground here. I don't know. I think the the style is a little bit different. The t- they're different styles of music. I think mm. it's a different kettle of fish. But they are both bringing different form. They are bringing some form of camp. Yeah. To it, you know, Romania's is a bit more kind of. It's got hints of sexy to mm. it because with this whole sort of Latin thing, sort of. 
it's just perhaps slightly more refined. You know, Israel was going for a similar thing, mm, yeah, but it was perhaps a little bit cruder. Yeah. I don't mean that in a you know no. a rude way. No, so it's a bit sort of just you know not refined as much as this is. This has got lots yeah. of hooks on it. Mm. The choreo is really good on it. It doesn't really matter that his voice isn't top notch. You know, like some other artists, he can hide behind the performance. Yeah, and you forgive him that, and he's you know. Very clever to have those words going across the stage, the yamame and the bebebe. Be. Yeah, bebebe. Be, be. Because it helps the audience go, oh, that's what you're singing, right, so we can sing along. Yeah. So, pleasantly surprised by this one. Mm. Yeah, a good one. Okay, song number 14 then is Poland, Ockman River. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, I think it's a classy song. Um, yeah, sung very well and is um, performed well. Staging's a bit dark, um, but I like the rain effect to tie in with all river water. Um, I thought that looked cheap, to be honest. It, it was it looked like a cheap overlay. Sorry, I'm being Ooh. overly critical on the technical aspects. Ooh. <laughs> You don't seem convinced by it, Gary. You know what? As a song, um, I don't particularly like it. It's I think it's a bit dull. But as a vocal performance, he's probably got the he probably had the best vocal of the night. Mm. His voice is so powerful, so rich, and he hit it bang on. And mm. absolute kudos for that. That was a great performance of that song. It's just not a song that appeals to me. Fair. Yeah. There's something about it that feels very almost kind of I don't know, ethereal almost. Mm. It makes me think of songs by artists like Imagine Dragons, if you've ever heard any of their mm. music. It makes me think of that sort of style. I definitely get that ethereal is a good word to describe it actually. Um almost and uh, almost um ooh. I can't think of a word for it, but kind of like <laughs> a bit religiousy. Yeah. Well, that's again, that's something that feels very much like Imagine Dragons. Yeah. It's, it's kind of almost, it's sort of ethereal, almost kind of re- reverent mm. in its yeah. style. And uh, we did that camera thing, didn't it, where it all shook with like the thunder and lightning? Mm. I thought something wrong was my, was wrong with my live stream. <laughs> I think that was effective. You just get bonus points for Strobe City at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did like that. So, well done. Uh, on to song number 15, then, uh, which is Montenegro, Vladana, and Breathe. <sighs> She's you telling herself <laughs> just before she went on stage. I know why I would be. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is another one that I thought had a quiet opening, so you meant you could hear that rush of water. <laughs> So, so immediately you start thinking, I need to pee. <laughs> Unfortunately, as you're of a certain age. Um, for me, totally forgettable. And the fact that you've yeah. got the Enterprise saucer section strapped to your back is not going to save you. Well, I mean, it's appropriate that you talked about needing to pee because I did definitely go for a pee break on this song. <laughs> it's that, I mean, I don't know why she has that on her back because I think it it's... It must be really restrictive because she barely moves. Mm. And I just think it, 
left her performance rather static. Yeah, it probably weighs a ton. She probably can't move. Well, yeah. And she's got... And it's got LEDs on it, hasn't mm. it? But uh, I, I think they're blinking and there was like a pattern, but it's so mm. subtle and it's not yeah. being picked up yeah. by the camera really well. She's probably having to stand... She's probably standing still because she's having to hide the... The battery pack on her <laughs> connected to the mains. <laughs> she's just plugged <laughs> in. She's got plugged into an outlet on the stage. One ball smooth now. All this water around. <laughs> oh, be careful. <laughs> it's just like, just uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. Not my not my cup of no. tea. I'm, I'm sure there are loads of people out there who do like it, but yeah. no. Thank you. Oh no, is that is that? Montenegrin Secret Service. Mon- <laughs> Mon- Montenegrin don't like what we're saying about them, so the planes are coming together. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> right, we move on uh, to song number 16. Belgium, Jeremy, Miss You. Now, this one did better than I thought. Mm, yeah. Definitely. It's, again, it's been a bit of a grower for me. Um, uh, it's not appealed to me massively. I'll be perfectly honest, uh, but I think he performed it quite well. It's quite, and although it's it's modern yet a little bit retro. Mm. Mm, okay. Um, I thought and performed fairly well. Some of the vocals dodgy at times. Um, I thought it, he, when he first started, I thought he looked really nervous. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think, Alex? Uh, yeah, I thought pretty much the same thing. I think, you know, we did have a bit of nerves at the beginning, but sort of picked up the pace and got mm. into the swing of it after a while. It, it was a little repetitive for me. Mm. Um, you know, which is a criticism we can level at several other songs, I'm sure. And we have mm. done in this podcast. <laughs> um... I just wonder, spoiler alert, did the jury carry this one through? Mm, maybe. i would be interesting to see when we get the final breakdown. Yeah. Because nobody had this on the radar for no. qualifying, really. No. Yeah. It was on very much flying under the wire. Yeah. Something, however, that was not flying under the wire by any stretch of the imagination was song number 17. Ah. Oh. Sweden, Cornelia Jacobs. Oh, bless her heart, Cornelia. I mean, we've had quite a journey with her, haven't we? Mm. We've been with her every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> right from week one, Mel Fest, when she performed. Was she even the first artist? Uh, I know. I think she might have been the closing artist. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Of each one. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people, when they saw that in Mel Fest, just went, that one yeah mm. I you know it's one that's grown on me like anyone who listens to this and remembers how when we covered Melfast will know that Cornelia was not the one that I initially was rooting for to go through to Eurovision I was rooting for for Anders Bagger mm. initially but it has it's just grown on me so much it's such a beautiful song. It's she's, her voice is so well suited mm. for the style. It's just it's just musical perfection. Ooh, that's high praise. 
it, it, but, it is because yeah. it's Sweden and we know they have very high standards and pretty much almost seems to be par for the course for them. This is a Melfest lift and shift. Oh, it's mm. just isn't copy it? and paste. It's exactly the same, isn't it? Yeah. We, we even the outfit. They they were cheering ready. Yeah, <laughs> from week I mean, one. Don't don't fix what ain't broken. True, true. Uh, and so that's been that that's been shifted over. There's a slightly different mix on oh, it. It's, it's very subtle though. Mm-hmm. It amps up the guitars a little bit towards the end. We think it's captivating. She grabs your attention. The performance is not bang bang in your mm. face. Tons of choreo, you know, loads of people on stage or anything like that. It is her in a green circle. Mm. And she sells it. She absolutely sells it. The pyros, you know, we don't, they're not bang, bang, bang from the, the ceiling. Mm. It's just little pops yeah. at the bottom. Again, given the pyros are understated. Mm. And, and the lights at the bridge, it's just mesmerizing it's amazing yeah but that's the thing about her as a performer you notice it she apart from like a couple of turns around the stage she doesn't move she just stands there and just pours so much emotion into Mm. the song you really connect with her i think that's what's good about it as well is the cameras keep those close-ups of it so you can really see like every line of her face move and emote with the song, mm. it was it was really good, and um, there was a few nerves because they haven't had the best rehearsals. Another few hiccups, um, haven't they? They've had technical problems. Nothing, nothing wrong with Cornelia's vocals no. or anything like that. It has been. We think for something that was fairly simple compared to some of the other stuff <laughs> we've seen, yeah. turning a circle and you know, and make sure you don't stand on the cable. And well, actually, you know what? She's got a wired mic. Who else has got a wired mic tonight? Uh, and so that means the Steadicam guy has got that extra layer of thinking to do to think, don't stand on her cable because she needs <laughs> to move. Yeah. Because uh, that has happened. Yeah. Uh, and there was... Um, so she, they pulled it off on the semi. Uh, we're recording this on the Friday uh, evening. And so we've had the family show, the rehearsal this afternoon for the jury final tonight. And again, she got she got two words out and they stopped. There was a technical problem again. Oh dear. Uh, I just just sat there watching the commentators on the stream going, Oh no, not again. Uh, no. What what now? And so they had to throw back to the green room and there was lots of awkward chatter mm. before they could get back on and you come just on, think Italy. Yeah, you're like, Come on, you nailed it last night, you did it. Yeah. Just do that again. Like you, you made this <laughs> mistake in the nineties. Why are you acting brand new? <laughs> Finally, we reach song number 18, Czech Republic. We are Dommy. Mm. And they want yeah. to turn the lights off. Mm. Well, well they, they're, they're they going to end up... They? <laughs> they, they could have with all the tech they brought. <laughs> I, they must have had like, everything in the kitchen sink in those boxes. It was something I didn't expect to like as much as I did, to be honest. It's a bit of a banger, yeah. actually. And... Oh my word! You know we were talking about uh, Achille with his pyros. Mm. Uh, when uh, uh, Czech Republic were asked, "What lighting do you want?" They went, "Yes, yes. <laughs> we, want, light we want all yes. the lighting. Give us <laughs> the strobe lights, the zoom. Give me the sun." <laughs> <laughs> 
but I'm, not that rubbish kinetic one. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. It was the best use of the lighting rig. Oh, oh, it's just spectacular on the cutting now. It's amazing. It just shows you what it was capable yeah. of. What they can do. It's so good. Yeah, and, and, and they're from Leeds, apparently. According yeah, to Scott Mills, they went to uni in Leeds or something. I'm not quite sure if they're British or if they are, you know, from the Czech Republic and they were just studied in Leeds. No. Possibly. I need I, to look it up. I, I yeah. just love the fact that they managed to get a lyric in about changing their duvet covers. <laughs> that is genius. And we all know how difficult changing a duvet cover is. Yeah. Oh, well, so that brought semi two to a close and so qualifying through to the final we had finland mm-hmm. would you agree yes no it wasn't my top 10 okay in my scoring that i did we'll go we'll go through quickly um also serbia yes mm-hmm. no Mm, undecided. Yeah. <laughs> I think the quirkiness pulled it through. Azerbaijan? No. 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 Oh. Uh, eliminate, eliminate. It's a whole stretch of eliminations. <laughs> Australia? No. No? Want to put uh, it through? I can I see why have. it went through. I wouldn't have done. Uh, I would have. Estonia? Yeah. S- Stefan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Romania? Worries. Absolutely. <laughs> bear, bear, bear. Yeah, sure. Uh, Poland River. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The vocal? Yeah, the vocal. <laughs> Class song, I think. Belgium, miss you. No. Nope. Yeah, no. I missed it. <laughs> Sweden. Yeah. Do we really need to ask? No. Yeah. Exactly. And Czech Republic. Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, you've, you've mentioned a couple that you didn't have put through. So, what would you have put through? Ireland. That was a big shock. Mm. Everybody thought she had done enough. Mm. to secure the ticket and come on it it wasn't we've seen trashier shows oh, on the yes. Eurovision stage yes it was fun it was a proper contemporary upbeat pop banger mm-hmm. and yeah. we've got very little of those in the final I'm <clears> so <throat> disappointed we, we lost that uh, there are quite a few others I mean although I had kind of like Finland in my top there are other songs I think probably were slightly better but mm. uh, Israel, I'd have put through. I liked Malta. I like Malta. I know it was anthemic, and you know, because it was mm. anthemic. I didn't know there was a few bum notes and stuff, but mm. oh, I'm a sucker for a, for an an clap. Eurovision loves an anthem. anthem. Yeah, yeah. So I would have also. I'd have put Israel th- through. I also, you know, much love to Malta. It was a good anthem. I don't, but I don't think vocally it was. Mm. Quite good enough to go through, so I probably would have also maybe put through Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was fun, and I think I would have put through San Marino just so that gets a wider audience mm-hmm. on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> just so that those people who don't follow the semis think of Eurovision as a one night only mm. affair. Can you imagine what Gr- imagine Graham Norton's face if he'd have seen? San Marino on the stage. Oh, we'd be like, well, he seemed like a very nice young boy. <laughs> <laughs> poor little Graham Norton would have lost the plot. He just needs a bit of love, poor thing. <laughs> can, before we go, can we talk a little bit? Cause we've got it on in the background as, as we're doing this. Michael Ben David butting in and getting in on the action with the three presenters. That can't have been rehearsed. That can't have been... No, I don't That must have just so. been him being... It's all about me, darling. Me. 
there was some chatter across the you know the fan sites and stuff today about how a lot of people were saying well that was just rude yeah do you know i mean this is going slightly off topic but um as he was being interviewed by somebody he actually pulled their mask down. They were wearing a mask and he pulled their mask down. Oh, what? Not on. Not on. No, no. not Rude. on at all. Come on. Wearing a mask is a personal choice. Yes. For a lot of people now. So don't do that. No. Yeah, I, like, I, I get that, you know, for a lot of places, lockdown rules have been eased. And, you know, if you want to say you want to wear a mask, you can do. We should, we should be a bit more respectful than that. You know, if someone wants, still wants to wear a mask, let them. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he just thought, uh, sod it. I'm not going through to the final anyway. So. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe the, maybe there was some background drama. He's like, mm. oh, pulled down a mask. We can't let him go through yeah. <laughs> to the final. A shame. Yes, it was slightly disrespectful to the hosts yeah. on that. But overall... Another good show. There were no major technical flaws. No, really. not at all. Yeah. It, it was slick. It, you know, yes, Mickey had to do a bit of filling, but it was fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't notice any massive technical hiccups with, you know, camera shots of going horribly wrong, people running in that you shouldn't <laughs> be able to see and stuff like that. No. Um, so, well done. One, two down, one to go. Last Indeed. one. Final so stretch. The big one. It all rides mm. on the final. Mm. <sighs> I mean, could it be us? I think we have some strong competition from a couple of other countries. Mm. Dare we dream? Oof. We can dream for the left side at least. <laughs> well, find out in our final podcast for Eurovision 2022, which will be released <laughs> in a couple of days' time. <laughs> We're either going to be hyper and going, oh my god, Salford 2023. <laughs> <laughs> um, or we'll just be, you know, depressive as we normally normally are, and going, "How on earth did that happen?" <laughs> oh, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from me.